0: Talking Rugby, (laughs) Telling Stories, Rugby Pick'em. Welcome to Rugby Pick'em. Who cares, who knows, why bother? Alright, welcome back to Rugby Pick'em. We're going to keep this one short. We got Logan Collins in studio. Uh, We just watched the final of the Bermuda 10s after a month long of really exciting rugby. The organizers came through. They delivered on what we thought was impossible, throwing a 10s tournament on an island in a pandemic. It was exciting rugby. Our guy Taylor Howden came up just short. But Logan, SX-10 defeats Ohio Aviators at the death. Let me start by just asking you, What did you think
1: overall of
0: 10s? For starters,
1: I'm going to say Bermuda as a venue for this tournament. Any tournament going forward is a phenomenal choice. I've been there once before, and you could tell just from watching the players there, it's, I mean, obviously beautiful weather. They're in a a good spot right now to play rugby. This is kind of a bit of a, a vacation venue slash rugby venue that, I think is somewhat accessible for a lot of good rugby programs. It rugby countries, I should say. But what I think about the actual product on the field, I thought it was good. Like most rugby ventures, I, I can only imagine this thing was really thrown together pretty aggressively in the months leading up to it. But they did it. They, they pulled it out. They had big names from different countries around the world that came in and filled out all the different teams there is a good amount of parody in there as well. A couple teams that didn't really perform you know, as well as others, of course, but um, even some of the teams that struggled on day one of the competition, they came back and they had some real solid showings in later rounds of the competition. So as much parody as you can see is only gonna add to the viewing experience. And when you have the sideline reporters, when you have the, the, the TV, I'm um, sorry, the, um, uh, the announcers, the commentary, I really do think that that offers quite a bit. And, you know, if we're giving a thumbs up or thumbs down, I think you can only say thumbs up. Oh, yeah,
0: big thumbs up. Uh, It was amazing to see our guy, Taylor Howden. First off, he's a fashion icon. He had the bucket hat, he had the stunner shades, like big, big Kim Kardashian shades on every day, hiding the face because, you know, the guy's got a poker face. Tens is a bit of a strategic game, Logan. I saw a lot of. Um, similarities to the game I grew up loving, American football, where coaches can literally be the most invasive, like, micromanagers. Uncle Johnny would call them macrojamers. Macrojamers? Micromagers. 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 Thank Micromage. you. What's this mean? Uh, What's that mean? It's a micromanager. micromanager. <laughs> oh, I understand. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But Taylor Micromage. actually macromaged very well. The aviators, they had muscle and brawn but they had backs that made it happen and Taylor was one of the first coaches to start these hockey shifts of like five on five off I think there's a lot of opportunity for coaches to kind of meddle and
1: I love it I like seeing the different teams and their different philosophies on the game no doubt, you saw some squads that were taking more of a 15s approach. Some teams that maybe took more of a 7s approach in terms of their personnel, but also in terms of their style of play. Aviators, no doubt about it, took I think you would have to say took more of a 15s approach. They had some battering centers. Um, they had some pretty big forwards, but they did also bring along a couple guys that have a strong boot and also an accurate boot. And I think they really they played into that. They thought about, of course, you start to play to the rules. We're going to score a try, but then we have these different options of maybe bagging an additional five points by kicking it from the 50. Um, as a coach, as a manager of the game, you have to be able to structure your roster to where you're going to be able to get the most points, give yourself the greatest chance of winning each fixture.
0: I love it. Watching them beat the Palms in the semifinal was absolutely fantastic. Took it right to them. And then right after the game got called, uh, someone grabbed someone's collar and there was a nice one-minute scrap, which I just, I love. You know, the boys are fighting for a fucking hard game. You just want to get in a scrap of the guy as long as no one dies. I think it's always good for the rugby fan to watch a little scrap. Logan, the engine room for the Aviators played really well. Nola Gold had their stamp all over this tournament. JP Duplessis who they just signed for a four-year deal, was playing on SX-10, who ended up winning it all. Really happy with the Aviators' effort. It was the Americans versus the Africans to end, and they just came up short. Uh, but like you said, Taylor coached this one well. He knew exactly the type of squad that he wanted to take, and I think the Ohio Aviators are officially like low-key stamp for OG American punchy-in-the-mouth rugby.
1: In my opinion, and I think it should be in most people's opinion, uh, Rikert Hotting, you'd have to say he would have to – He just played such an important role out on that field. You'd you'd like to think he'd be an MVP sort of caliber player for that Ohio Aviators side. He was this... Incredibly physical force on the field that most of the opposing backs had a hard time working with. He was athletic enough to where maybe some of the other side, uh, the opposing forwards, could really be able to track down on the field. He played with a certain intensity that a lot of other teams didn't see. He was big in the lineout. We saw that the last game, the final between SX 10 and the Aviators, came down. The final lineout where we saw that. Aviators had, oh, they threw the ball out of bounds. It turned into a line out. All SX10 had to do was take it down and kick it out. They lost the line out. Kids, let this be a lesson to you. You always contest a line out. When it comes down to the end of the game, you jump up front, make their hooker throw a perfect ball over the top of you. Because when they don't, when you put them under pressure and they fuck this up, the ball goes long, give your team one more shot, one more shot at getting that final try, This is what the Aviators had. They had one more shot at it. Unfortunately, ended with another knock on. But let that be a lesson. You always put up your man on the lineup. Get your guy up in the air. I'm looking at you,
0: front rows. To the Southern Hemisphere in our final 30 seconds. The Wallabies stunned the All Blacks. Weird game. Two red cards. I'm still kind of torn on whether they're red or yellow, but the fact is we do need to make this game safer, so if the rules need to become more strict, then that's what has to happen. However, Logan, let me just tell you right now, the Aussie announcers are the biggest homers I've ever heard play the clip. He hits and sticks on McKenzie. Oh, get a bit of that in here. And then jumps up and puts the shot on back, watch how quickly it in slow, but he quickly gets to his feet, bang! Beaten by 38 last week, that was the New Zealanders' biggest ever win over the Wallabies since 1903. Seven days later, boil over in Brisbane! Wallabies 24, New Zealand 22, miracles do happen. I certainly do clarkie Thank you for listening to the show. Be sure to be on the lookout for our episode about a user's guide of how to help out in your rugby community. Logan Collins spills his knowledge all over the table about what you can do to help out post-COVID. Pick them! Pick them!
1: As much parody as you can see is only going to add to the view and experience.
0: He had the bucket hat, he had the stunner shades, like big, big Kim Kardashian shades on. Macrojummer. micromers, Micromagers. Micromagers. What did you think overall of tense? Does it get your dick hard? For starters,
1: battering centers, pretty big forwards, a couple guys that have a strong boot and also an accurate boot.
0: I think there's a lot of opportunity for coaches to kind of meddle, and I love it. Someone grabs someone's collar and there was a nice one-minute
1: scrap. Kids, let this be a lesson to you. You always contest a lineup.
0: Get a bit of that India. over Boilover in Brisbane! Wallabies, 24. New Zealand, 22. Miracles do happen. I certainly do, Clarky.
1: Get a bit of that in there. I certainly do, Clarky.
0: To start the game, he had this Ohio team that was like super heavy. We're gonna pause real quick. All right, so SNL's coming on, so we gotta wrap it. Know your role.